Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Today, I want to share an insight that is near and dear to my heart, and that's how do you ignite your creative spark? Everyone has a purpose in life, a unique gift or special talent to give to others. And when we blend this unique talent with service to others, we experience the ecstasy and exaltation of our own spirit, which is the ultimate goal of all goals. You have a unique talent and a unique way of expressing it if you allow yourself to fire up your imagination so you actually ignite your creative spark in a way that allows you to express it to the world. I challenge pretty much everyone I meet, especially when I'm teaching, by asking the following question. How are you going to change the world? Or as modified... How are you going to put a dent in the universe? The reason I ask is that it allows me to hear just how big people think. Do they have a vision? And based on where they're at in life right now, are they on track and in sync with their life's purpose? A friend of mine shared a cute story about a boy who was fishing one day. An elderly man was fishing nearby noticed that the young lad was having considerable success in his endeavor. What was more unusual than the amount of fish he would catch was what he would do with the fish once they were successfully landed on the bank. The boy would hold up each fish up to his hand and measure it. If the fish was larger than his hand, he would throw it back into the water. He kept only the small ones. Finally, curiosity motivated the old man to slip over to the young boy and ask, Son, Why do you keep the small fish and throw the large ones back into the water? The young boy replied, I can't keep the big ones. I only have a 10-inch frying pan. You see, my concern is that there are a lot of people shortchanging themselves because they're limited to a 10-inch frying pan. They think no bigger, see no bigger, act no bigger, and expect no bigger. Instead of expanding their horizons by enlarging their expectations, they reduce their potential by shrinking their hopes. Too many people fail to realize that their expectation measures the height of their future possibilities. It's impossible to achieve success without expecting it. And then there's a whole other group of people who don't know what to ask for. Either they don't know what's available, they've never been exposed to it, or they're so out of touch with themselves that they no longer are able to perceive their real needs and wants. Some of us have become so numbed out that we simply are unaware of our natural yearnings and desires. We no longer know what we really want and because of that have no idea how to ask for what we want. A huge part of that is limiting and negative beliefs that have been programmed into our subconscious and which now silently control all of our actions. One of my absolute favorite lessons that I listen to every year is The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. The message, you are what you think about all day long. 
That same message is the core of the best-selling book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Again, you are what you think about all day long. Very few of us were taught that our thoughts and expectations create vibrational frequencies that beam out into this energy soup we live in, affecting our own bodies and everything around us. Those vibrational frequencies, like a radio signal, bring us the life we think about, the life we expect. Thoughts are things. Our thoughts can assist us or can do the opposite, sabotage us. Scientists have found that through research, human intentions can significantly change consciousness as well as physical matter. Therefore, directed and focused intentions can transform us into a higher state of beingness as well as a more coherent state of health. We are walking miracles with free will to think what we choose, intend what we choose, and believe what we choose. It's important to consciously be aware of how we're using our minds because, in fact, most of us have very chaotic thought processes because we let our minds run off in all directions. We have many things that demand our attention, and rather than focusing on what is immediately needed, taking care of it, and moving on to the next focused thought, we end up thinking about everything at once, like, what's for dinner? Should I pick up my dry cleaning tonight or Saturday? Wonder what the kids are doing right now. In order to successfully think, it is imperative that you learn first and then practice regularly how to quiet and control your mind. Bottom line, if your thoughts are toxic, blaming negative thoughts, you're creating damaging hormones and chemicals in your body. If you're thinking coherent thoughts, your body is creating beneficial hormones and chemicals which in turn produce emotions of joy, empowerment, freedom, and love. In our next segment, I want you to ask yourself some key questions about vision and change. We'll be right back. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Today's program is about sharing a lot of information and, I hope, some keen insight as to how you can ignite your creative spark. Because for many, if you don't like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. So as we continue, it's time for you to think about and ask yourself these key questions about vision and change. One, are you a service professional who wants to create additional and residual income through information products? Packaging your talent allows you to create more of a business instead of you owning a job. It allows you to create revenue far beyond what you can do by trading time for dollars. The best visioning and planning isn't really about making money. The whole focus is to position yourself to serve more people. 
too. If you're an existing business owner, perhaps you sell one product classification and want to diversify. Diversifying your products and services lets you build value in your company, which in turn attracts lucrative strategic alliances and contacts. What's the point of your business? Are you in a business assuming it will continue for the rest of your life? Is there a legacy you'd like to build up and turn over to your family? What's your exit strategy? Do you want to sell your company someday? Are you thinking of possibly franchising or expanding nationally or internationally in other ways? People who create successful businesses create with the end in mind. If you haven't considered your exit strategies, now is a perfect time. In any case, thinking bigger doesn't necessarily mean you'll have to work harder. A vision is simply a picture of a desired future. In other words, a vision is a vivid description of where you want to see you and your business at some point in the future. One of the primary characteristics of all high-performance teams and organizations is a clear and shared commitment to a specific objective or vision for the future. It's the ability to see beyond our present reality, to create, to invent what does not yet exist, to become what we not yet are. It gives us the capacity to live out of our imagination instead of our memory. It clarifies purpose, gives direction, and empowers us to perform beyond our resources. Vision is the fundamental force that drives everything else in our lives. Great leaders are totally focused on their vision. It's crucial that everyone feels the emotion and the potential of the vision and be totally committed to it. When you operate with a vision, the entire company is propelled forward because you want it to work. As the expression says, great leaders are totally focused on their vision. It's crucial that everyone feels the emotion and the potential of the vision and be totally committed to it. When you operate with a vision, the entire company is propelled forward because you want it to work, as the expression says, with all your heart. To craft a company vision, you must answer on a personal level, on a company level, on an employee level, on an owner level, on a society level. Marsha Weeder, founder of Dream University, lays out this basic formula. One, get clear about what your dream is. Two, remove the obstacles, especially any limiting beliefs. And three, Design the simple steps to make it happen. The essence of the formula is passion. Passion is what excites and compels you, what makes your life rich and extraordinary. Let me be clear. You've got to have a dream if you want to make a dream come true. My passion centers around the fact that I find it absolutely inexcusable that 90% of all new businesses fail within the first two years. There's no reason for that except that most people going into business never spend any time thinking about their business before they start it. They fail to plan and therefore have essentially planned to fail. So let me share my personal vision as an example. I am a highly compensated, in-demand, well-respected, and magnificent international speaker. 
I'm very influential, inspirational, charismatic, powerful, positive, and well-connected. My purpose is to create a new global business thought revolution. My gift is to share it with the world with the help of my brilliant colleagues who will also travel on this exciting journey with me. Here's the next piece on a company level. Sage International Inc., which serves as the foundation of my information empire, is a total money machine. A very profitable and successful company with a fabulous team of experts who share in its financial abundance through excellent pay and benefits that empowers people every day through positive interactions, life-changing ideas that motivate and compel those we meet to take action on their own path to spiritual, financial, and personal freedom. Did my vision answer on a personal level? Yes. On a customer level? Yes. On an employee level? Yes. On an owner level? Yes. On a society level? Yes. When you are passionate, you are focused, intentional, and determined. Your body, mind, and heart are all moving toward the same goal in unison. Passionate thinking is a driving ambition. It comes from a place within you that provides emotional reinforcement. The, this energy is what you want to harness in propelling your dreams into reality. The passion of the kind of vision I'm talking about has a transforming, transcending impact, probably the greatest impact of any single factor on time and quality of life. Helping people answer that question, how are you going to change the world, is the core of my work. It's at the heart of the business development we've been doing for the past 23 years. When people ask, what does Sage International do, I answer. We put a proper foundation under the business owner's dream. When I come back after this short break, I want to share why your purpose is your foundation. This is Cindy Davis with Strategic HR Partners. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she is a great resource for business owners. HR level thinkers are high level thinkers, and they listen to The Sherry Hill Show. Thank you, Sherry. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. It's going to be a hot one today. The neighbors are getting their swimming pool ready. Let's go to Pool Supply Outlet. Everything in the store is super low priced. We need diving rings and some pool toys so I can be king of the pool. Pool Supply Outlet also has robotic pool cleaners. So we can spend more time enjoying the pool. And your koi pond? Yes, they're right next door to Oasis Pond Maintenance and Supply. Pool Supply Outlet, 881 Glendale Avenue in Sparks. PoolSupplyOutletReno.com This is Dwayne Cummings author of The Sensational Salesman. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is sensational and amazing. As I mentioned in the previous segment, your purpose is the foundation. To put it into a simple question that for some may take years to answer, what exactly do you want out of life? Years ago, I heard this statement. It takes 20 years to become an overnight success. Well, I'm currently right now in year 23, and it's only been in the last 10 years that I have become so clear as to my life's purpose. 
It became so ingrained and integrated into every aspect of my being that it becomes the compelling impetus behind every decision I make. That burning desire, that fire within that literally transcends fear, doubt, discouragement, and many other things that keep us from accomplishment and contribution. Now, from a strategic standpoint, it means that I can consistently make those core directional choices that will best move me toward my hope-for future. Whether your hope-for future is something as straightforward and practical as I want to be head of my department, or as deeply purpose-driven as I want to find the work that's most satisfying to me and most beneficial to the world, you will be much more likely to achieve it if you get very clear about what it is you want and then consistently make the core directional choices. And at this point, I also want to reemphasize that this capability isn't something just for leaders. I've known secretaries, sales clerks, homemakers, and electricians who demonstrate this capacity. Having this capacity makes them more effective at what they do. An example, think about being served by a waitress who's just trying to get through her shift and who sees you, if she thinks about it at all, as an impediment to her ability to take a cigarette break. Now think about the experience of being served by a waitress who's putting herself through school and knows that the better the job she does serving you, the bigger the tip she's going to get and the more likely she's to be able to pay for school and graduate next spring. One is just going through the motions and one is consistently making those core directional choices. You get the idea. The essence of what I'm talking about is strategy as a way of seeing and living your life, a set of mental models and a way of acting on them that allows you to create the kind of life you want. We all have some vision of ourselves and our future. And that vision creates consequences. More than any other factor, vision affects the choices we make and the way we spend our time. If our vision is limited, if it doesn't extend beyond the Friday night ball game or the next TV show, we tend to make choices based on what's right in front of us. We react to whatever's urgent, the impulse of the moment, our feelings, our moods, our limited awareness of our options, other people's priorities. We vacillate and fluctuate. How we feel about our decisions, even the way we make them, changes from day to day. If our vision is based on illusion, we make choices that aren't based on true north principles. In time, these choices fail to create the quality of life results we expect. Our vision becomes no more than platitudes. We become disillusioned, perhaps cynical. Our creative imagination withers, and we don't trust our dreams anymore. If our vision is partial, if we focus only on our economic or social needs and ignore our mental and spiritual needs, for example, we make choices that lead to imbalance. If our vision is based on the social mirror, We make choices based on expectations of others. It's been said that when man discovered the mirror, he began to lose his soul. If our self-vision is no more than a reflection of the social mirror, we have no connection with our inner selves. 
with our own uniqueness and capacity to contribute. We're living out of scripts handed to us by others, family, associates, friends, enemies, and the media. Now let me be clear. Your purpose is not a big, burdensome, heavy weight that you must accomplish in your life. Rather, it's an expression of who you are. It's those wonderful things that touch your heart and make a difference to you. Your assignment, if you choose to accept, is to start writing down times in your life when you were really excited and passionate. By the third or fourth one, notice if there is a common theme. You may realize that your life's purpose is to live life as an adventure or to create joy, to make a difference. And you can certainly use this one of mine to play and have fun. Now, if you're in the habit of thinking you're not creative, it's time to abandon that myth. You are innately creative, and you've always been. You just need to rekindle your natural creative spirit. Remember when you were a kid? You could turn a lump of clay into a dinosaur, wooden blocks or Legos into an entire city, and with a giant box of crayons, you could capture the world with your rainbow of colors. You had no problem letting your imagination soar without limits. Unfortunately, somewhere along the way, in the process of growing up, you gave away your blocks and abandoned your box of colors. Creating a compelling vision takes creativity. Creativity is a lifelong process. Typically, you don't just sit down and say, now I'm going to be creative and have a great idea. Creativity takes time. Ideas must form and percolate in your mind. When we come back, I want to share seven vital tools and techniques that I call your creative core. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Creating a compelling vision takes creativity, and creativity is a lifelong process. Let me share seven vital tools and techniques that I call your creative core. Number one is curiosity. You must have a burning desire to know about the world and everything in it. I love to travel, attend unique and interesting events like the Katadi Accordion Festival or the Genoa Cowboy Poetry and Music Festival. I'm not a cowboy, nor do I play the accordion, but they totally intrigued me because they sounded interesting. So my question to you is, what are you doing to expand your own knowledge and experience? What are you doing to step outside of your box or comfort zone and just do things simply because you can? I am constantly blown away by what's out there. Remember, one of my purposes is to play and have fun. When you take life or yourself too seriously, you end up stressed and uptight a state that does not allow the subconscious to explore and your ideas to flow. Fun is a great creativity enhancer. 
Sometimes the best thing you can do to get your mind thinking creatively is to relax, laugh, and enjoy yourself. The key is to figure out what is fun for you and then to make a point to do it more often. If you think you don't have the time, it proves you need to make the time. And don't forget the web. The ability to research, connect, and collaborate is amazing. Number two, openness to people and ideas. People fascinate me. Their ideas, opinions, hobbies, skills, businesses they intend to start or are in the process of expanding. You must be willing to accept people and ideas that differ from your own background. I ask questions simply to stimulate conversations, which allows me to explore new paths and often leads to new ideas, and I believe questions are one of life's greatest creative tools. They allow you to endlessly learn. The universe of what we don't know is always expanding, and the only way you can come close to knowing what you don't know is to keep asking questions. Number three, risk-taking effectiveness. You have to be able to experience life unafraid to take a risk now and then. I call it walking on the edge, which sometimes that's where your newest ideas and biggest payoffs actually are. Risk is defined as exposure to chance of loss or injury. To stretch into the potentials of our growth or an untried effort, we need proper timing, good judgment, real discernment of what hunchers or trends to follow, and an ability to improvise when needed. If you conceive and create a business where everything has to go right, one error, one mishap can ruin a lot of good work. If you conceive a business where 20 serious mistakes could occur and then you create safeguards to deal with some or most of these possibilities, you are creating a survivor. In the beginning, survival is more important than success. Survival is staying in the game, learning the rules, and beginning to grow. Number four is energy. To be able to help others, help yourself and your family, and to make yourself a better thinker so your creative juices flow, you have to maintain a boundless energy for life. Number five, collaboration. Winning ideas often become so because they are fueled by the power of collaboration. History is filled with the results of wonderful, successful, creative collaborations. Consider the Wright brothers, Rogers and Hammerstein, Apple Computers, Wozniak, and Jobs, or Hewlett and Packard. Having a collaborative team available to you that can come together at the right moment can help you develop and strengthen your ideas. Teams are especially valuable in business situations where they can dramatically improve the chances of an idea's success in the world. One of the best ways to collaborate is to build a large network of people to whom you can go for guidance, suggestions, and feedback. Build your network out of a broad range of people, business associates, colleagues, customers, friends, and even well-known professionals in your field and others. It's possible to reach anyone in the world if you really try. This is also about reciprocity. Offer your services and feedback to everyone in your network who requests help. You will find that whatever support you give others will come back to you when you need it. That's the power of networks. Number six, 
fashion yourself a creative place. Most people have a special place where their ideas, thoughts, feelings, and daydreams seem to flow more freely. In many cases, it's a room or location where you feel relaxed, unpressured, and open to inspiration. The reason is that when your mind is relaxed, it gives your subconscious free reign to sift through the hodgepodge of ideas and images floating within and make connections between them. These unexpected links often become the inspiration for a new idea, to reinforce your vision, and to make plans for the future. Every morning, for a minimum of 20 minutes, I just sit on my couch and do nothing but allow my mind to relax and just think. Sometimes I will read. That's how I start my day, and I can say honestly, if I miss that time in the morning, I can tell the difference for the rest of the day. Often, I feel more harried and not as relaxed. That's my space, not some big elaborate room, although you can certainly create that kind of space, just my comfy spot on the couch. Also, look at your office space. Is it relaxed and comfortable and offers you another space that you can creatively think? It may be as simple as adding some color, energizing artwork, plants, music, or toys. I have slinkies, yo-yos, and a harmonica and a bowl by my desk. Also, cool trinkets, a cuckoo clock, positive affirmations, and a huge library of books are all a huge part of my space. People love coming to my office, and usually the first words out of their mouth is, Wow, what a cool place. I love being in my office, not on weekends, of course, but it is very comfortable, relaxed, and energizing workspace that I have no problem finding solitude to think. Number seven, the law of gratitude. To be grateful means you are thankful for and appreciative of what you have and where you are on your path right now. Gratitude fills your heart with the joyful feeling of being blessed with many gifts and allows you to fully appreciate everything that arises on your path. As you strive to keep your focus on the present moment, you can experience the full wonder of here. There are many ways to cultivate gratitude. Here's just a couple of suggestions. Imagine what your life would be like if you lost all that you had. This will surely remind you of how much you do appreciate it. Make a list each day of all that you are grateful for so that you can stay conscious daily of your blessings. Do this especially when you're feeling as though you have nothing to feel grateful for. Every night before I go to sleep, I write 10 things I am grateful for in a gratitude journal. I also use this same journal to write my yearly goals, thoughts, feelings, and bucket list. Spend time offering assistance to those who are less fortunate than you. This will help you gain perspective. And look for the gift in each challenging incident. When you live in gratitude and create a space in your consciousness for appreciation for all that you have right now, you experience more joy, which is the foundation of wellness. When you live in wellness, life is much easier and you have so much more energy to live fully into your vision. Invest in your creative core. Take time every day to encourage your personal creative exploration. 
Investigate something new that you find interesting. Listen to a new style of music. Read books and magazines totally unrelated to your current interests, which can feed your mind in all manners of unexpected ideas and opinions, or talk to someone whose perspective is different from your own. Over time, you'll find that your creative juices will flow with increasing ease and enjoyment. You may even discover the great idea or come face-to-face with your next profitable business opportunity. In our final segment, we're going to move from creating your compelling vision to how you actually work towards it every day. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. This is Rocket Tom challenging you to think outside the globe. Are you running your business or is your business running you? Most leaders are preoccupied with sales, finance, customers, internal problems, and seldom take time for strategic thinking. The path to success is making time to create robust processes that are operated by people who are accountable for their own work and to each other. Creating a shared vision, mission, and values is the first step to managing processes and leading people. To learn more about thinking outside the globe, you can find me at the web at rockatom.com. Suntech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call Suntech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screening. It's going to be a hot one today. The neighbors are getting their swimming pool ready. Let's go to Pool Supply Outlet. Everything in the store is super low priced. We need diving rings and some pool toys so I can be king of the pool. Pool Supply Outlet also has robotic pool cleaners. So we can spend more time enjoying the pool. And your koi pond. Yes, they're right next door to Oasis Pond Maintenance and Supply. Pool Supply Outlet, 881 Glendale Avenue in Sparks. Pool Supply Outlet, Reno.com. This is Dave Asher, General Manager at Sporthouse Reno. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important because she is helping our entrepreneur community. Sherry Hill is a wealth protection diva. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. In this segment of today's topic, How You Ignite Your Creative Spark, Our final piece is goal setting. A goal, the dictionary says, is an aim or purpose. If done right, goal setting is fun, rewarding, and result getting. Once you have experienced its benefits and fulfillment, you will become a regular, ritualistic, and systematic goal setter and goal getter. Goal setting is the master skill of success. Your ability to clearly and systematically create goals and to make plans for their accomplishment will help you achieve the vision you have created for yourself and your business. Goal setting is not complicated. It begins with a pad of paper, a pen, and you. Writing your goals down changes your life, sometimes in dramatic and unexpected ways. Zig Ziglar says, 
written goals transform you from a wandering generality into a meaningful specific. The very act of committing your goals to paper programs them into your subconscious. Your subconscious mind, in combination with your now superconscious mind, then goes to work on your goals 24 hours a day, even while you're sleeping. You begin to attract people and circumstances into your life in harmony with your vision and goals. You get ideas and insights that can help you. You will come across articles and books with solutions to your problems. You begin to experience a flow of energy and excitement that drives you forward. There are five techniques that you can practice to accelerate the speed at which you achieve your goals. One, visualize your goal as a reality. See it, feel it, know it as your reality. Two, positively affirm your goal is accomplished. Create a clear statement, complete with emotion, conviction, and enthusiasm of your goal as already achieved. Let me repeat one of my vision statements to put it into this context. My vision is that I am a highly compensated, in-demand, well-respected, and magnificent international speaker. I am very influential, inspirational, charismatic, powerful, positive, and well-connected. My purpose is to create a new global business thought revolution. My gift is to share it with the world with the help of my brilliant colleagues who will also travel on this exciting journey with me. The third technique is accept complete responsibility for results. This means 100% that you are responsible for doing everything that is necessary to achieve your goal. If it's to be, it's up to me. Refuse to rationalize, justify, or make excuses. What's interesting is that when you accept complete responsibility for achieving your goal, people will emerge to help you and guide you along the path of success. It's when you make excuses, blame others, and expect them to help you, they will ignore you and avoid you. You have to become totally self-reliant. Four, step out in faith. Once you are clear about what you want, the next step is to act as if it were impossible to fail. As Henry David Thoreau said, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Act as though achievement of the goal was absolutely inevitable. Carry yourself in your daily activities with others in everything you do and say exactly as if the achievement of your goal was guaranteed by some great power. 5. Do something daily that moves you towards your major goal or goals. When you do something every single day that moves you closer to your goals, you eventually develop an unshakable faith and belief that your goal will ultimately be achieved. In the final analysis, every goal-setting exercise must be reduced to specific, concrete action steps that you can take to achieve the goal. A single action every day will keep you motivated and focused, while at the same time energize and increase your confidence. So let me finish by summarizing today's message and give you some key points to follow through. A vision-based plan, where you see yourself and your company, is a statement of your future vision and a current description of the main goals, strategies, and tactics you'll use to make your vision come true. 
If you spend the time necessary to really dig deep and think about what it is you want out of life and your business and write it all down, it will be so much easier to lead the way. Be the first in your industry to do anything and you're different than 95% of business owners. Most entrepreneurs don't stretch themselves enough to create and innovate completely new technologies, processes, programs, services, and products. The best competitive advantage you can ever have is innovation. Be a leader who turns right when everyone else turns left. Start a new movement. Fall down the rabbit hole with your customers and let them know you're a CEO willing to explore uncharted territory because that's where the brilliance lies. Plan to win. I cannot emphasize enough the importance of planning. Having a vision is great, but if you don't take the necessary steps to plan on how you intend to get there, it's just a daydream. Your determination, persistence, and unwavering desire will be totally focused on accomplishing whatever it is you want to accomplish. And the great news is, everyone that truly understands what it is you're trying to accomplish will help you along the way. I believe success is a state of mind, not a destination. If you feel you have already achieved and are living your vision, then without question you will because you recognize completely that you have the power to manifest everything you need, want, and deserve in life. I want to leave you with this one final thought. One of the greatest lessons from dying people is that most are not afraid of dying, they're afraid of not having lived. What frightens them more is the dread of insignificance, the notion that we will be born and live and one day die and none of it will matter. This is not about having to do great things, headline-grabbing deeds to matter to the world. Everyone who goes out of his or her way to simply give others a bit of yourself, a thoughtful act, a helpful idea, a word of appreciation, a lift over a rough spot, a sense of understanding, or a timely suggestion— You take something out of your mind, garnished in kindness out of your heart, and put it into the other person's mind and heart. This means leaving the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to know that even one life has breathed easier because you lived, that is to have succeeded. This is Ruth Urban from Henderson, Nevada. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she gives so much back to the community. Sherry Hill is the best. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. This is Jill Lublin, your radical influence expert. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. Also in the studio, Dave Asher, who is the owner of the Buy Nevada First Gift Shop and Visitor Center. 
Dave, I've known for many years and happened by the studio today. And whenever there's a surreal entrepreneur in my midst, I need to have a conversation. (laughs) So that's the way you are. Well, you know, I'll remind you, um, six years ago, I decided to start a corporation for this and you got me going. You pointed me in the right direction and helped create uh, the first branding was live local and then i changed it to buy local and then i've changed it to buy nevada first i've rebranded three times and i think i'm stuck with buy nevada this time i i like it so yeah so we go back a long way and kind of a as a interesting side note i mean you were in this gift shop and of course you're out there marching up and down the street buy local really mm-hmm. helping people understand as you said the difference of buying local and i mean truly what is yes. local versus, yeah, they're here, but they're not actually local. And you come out of cars. Well, here's that. <laughs> I do have an interesting motorsports background. I'm a, just a car nut like a lot of guys, you know, read the Hot Rod magazine when I was a teenager. And I don't know how it happened. I ended up drag racing out in Fallon and, and started in Sacramento Raceway, drag racing in Fallon, and, and heard that somebody wanted to build a track in Fernley. Well, I went from racer to promoter, put on a few races, some jet ski races at Pyramid Lake built a motocross track, ended up building Reno Friendly Raceway. I actually started that, built it and started it. Never touched heavy equipment in my life. The guy said, here's 500 acres, here's a couple old pieces of equipment, build something. So I built eight tracks in six months there. And when I left, I just I realized, oh, that's never going to make money. It's in the wrong location, single lane access through Fernley. You'll never get 5,000 people. You'll never make money. Unfortunately, I was right. Uh, but I did build the clay oval that's still successful out there. And all the tracks that I built, uh, nobody kept them going. Then I got another job uh, as a car salesman, just on a beater lot. You know, they call them buy here, pay here things on Kiski. And then got to interview for a job at this new uh, facility. Uh, this gentleman had a, a auto shop on Wells Avenue servicing German cars, Porsches, BMWs, Mercedes, and Audis. And he moved out south of town and uh, um, built a new showroom out there. This is 14 years ago. And I interviewed for sales manager and got the job. So during the building boom, we're selling these Porsches right and left and, you know, Mercedes. And I went from a buy here, pay here lot to selling Porsches. So, of course, I was in car heaven and I had a a fat wallet at the time during the building boom. And like you said, serial entrepreneur, I took my money and went and started something else. So I started a business and uh, uh, moved along. And that actually led to the buy local campaign. John sold the business six years ago. He wanted to retire retain ownership of the building. Well, they didn't make it. They got a little too high-end, didn't manage the business right, and lost it, and they closed in December. So John calls me and says, Dave, hey, let's get this car lot going again. I said, no, John, I got the store. I'm doing the Buy Nevada campaign. I got too much going on. Well, he made me offer I couldn't refuse. I'm part owner and general manager. Nice. <laughs> so um, of Sporthouse. So uh, it's been my job. Now it took us, uh, started in January. We just got our license last week. DMV, you know, can drag their feet. And uh, it took us an extra 90 days or, or so to get that license. So we just literally opened. Our grand opening for Sporthouse Reno is June 4th. Uh, the first Saturday in June. And uh, it was just so exciting. We're making it bigger and better than ever. It's an indicator of our economy that you can sell these kind of cars. Uh, I had no idea. Well, what kind of these? Because I'm looking on the, the website, and, I mean, these look like pretty awesome cars. They are. And you're, well, you're looking at the Cobras. Where we oh, picked okay. up a... We picked up a dealership called Superformance. They they're, they used to call them kit cars. You know, you put them together, they come in a bo- bunch of boxes, you put them together. But they're not like that anymore. They're actually continuations of the original early 60s Cobras. And so they're called the continuation series. And so you buy them less motor and transmission. You can't, 
it's a box of parts is what it boils down to that's been assembled for you. If you, you, if you put the motor and transmission in it, it's a car, and then you have to do all the due diligence and the crash test, and it costs billions of dollars. So we found a way around that. It's been going on for a long time. And so we're the Nevada dealer for Superformance, selling the Cobras, the GT40s, and the Grand Sport Corvettes, which are just amazing little cars. So add that to the Porsches and the Aston Martins. We want to promote more Ferrari sales. There is an underlying um, successful economy here. The people that had money has, still have money, and it has grown. I think, uh, what I've, I think what I'm noticing now that I'm back is it is upscaled a little more. Because of our retiring community that's moving here, I think there's more doctors, more well, brain and, surgeons. And, but, you know, my thing with these cars, I love these cars. I love fa- – I yes. mean, I'm huge into NASCAR. I watch racing. Mm-hmm. I My first job was at the Petaluma Racetrack and there stock cars and midget races and destruction derby. And this is fantastic, but where do I actually get to drive this car? We don't have an Audubon here. No. I have a fast car myself that I drive every day. Where you drive them is getting on those big loops, getting on the freeway. You just go second gear, third gear, puts a big smile on your face, and you merge with traffic and don't speed. So that's about where they all, what, what the good are. You go to Lake Tahoe, go around Tahoe. You're not going to break any speed limits, but you can get there quicker than everybody else. <laughs> And that's well, the I'm fun just part. saying, if I if you let me loose on uh, 395 down heading to yeah. Vegas, I'd probably get a ticket. And that's, then it might be worth it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, and that'll be self-inflicted. And, you know, yeah, you have to have control. Really, you do. Um, I drive a, a, a 74 Porsche to work every day. And people say, well, that's, what is that like? And, I, man, it's just amazing. I, I pinch myself. It's like driving a 68 Camaro with a big block and loud headers. You know, it's, it's like that. So you do have to control it. And I don't want speeding tickets right and left. So, <laughs> well, no, not every yeah. day. So this is, well, this is a good sign for our local community because here was a business that was in business went out of business, yes. and now it's resurging again. Yes. So kudos to the owner, mm-hmm. and you're one of them. Mm-hmm. But to recognize that, yeah, Reno's ready for right. another really cool dealership. Right? Well, what this business was lacking with the new owner was honesty. And in, in the auto business, that's everything. And especially in this small area, your reputation is really, really important. And John had a great reputation. These guys had it for five years and just didn't keep that reputation going. So and, and I'm the first sales manager, and I had the reputation that you can bring your car down there on consignment. You can bring one of these Cobras down there, and we're not going to let everybody joyride it. We're going to pre-qualify you, make sure you can buy but it. But I'm going to, if I and, show uh, up, you're going to let I'm me I'm going to let you drive. Out. We're going to take a, we'll, we'll, I'll put you in a uh, turbo Porsche. Ooh, I love um, it. And I let my friends drive those, and they accelerate unlike anything else out there. And it's so fun and so smooth and easy to drive. But it's manageable, but still so fast. Well, maybe there could be something fun with the cars you can't sell to get them back out to the Fernley racetrack and let's yes. do some racing out there. Well, we do want to help <laughs> uh, keep that going. We're part of the – I've got a meeting tomorrow night with the Electric Car Club Association. We're hosting meetings there. We're infiltrating the Porsche Club, getting them to come back and, and start using our facilities for the meetings. So we do want to be part – because we're a, we're a gearhead community. And Sport House has lost its flavor in that arena, and I'm bringing it back. I'm the guy that's going to reach out to everybody and make sure they know about Sport House. What can we do to help you? I have a great showroom. We used to put on a lot of benefits. My favorite benefit was uh, Demonte High was brand new. They didn't have a senior year, but the junior year, they came and was raising money. They wanted 50 bucks from a bunch of businesses so they can rent a hall to put on a senior prom. I said, well, how about if you just do it here in the showroom? I'll move the cars out. And they said, what would that cost? And I said, I'll give you 50 bucks if you put it here. 
and and they did. And, and to this day, um, in their yearbook, they're all inside my showroom in their prom uh, dresses and, and, and prom outfits. And we actually set up a Porsche convertible for them to sit in the back of for their prom pictures like they're in a parade. Oh, fun. So, so that's in their yearbook. So, you know, we're, we're here to help the community with our showroom. We're here to help the community with motorsports, get more recognition. If you're going south on I-580, I like to call it 395 South. You can, you still still keep saying Old Town Mall, and now it's Reno Town Mall. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, um, it changed hands. And same thing with the highway. It's I-580. Just before Double Diamond, between the Triumph dealership and Winco, we faced the freeway right next to Nevada Blue there. But to get there, you've got to come in off of Virginia Street, like you're going into the Winco Food Store, and then hang a left into the industrial center and work your way back to the freeway. So we have a Virginia Street address, and we're three blocks away. I see. But I do know how to get there, and you you do have freeway access that's, view. That's our marketing um, <laughs> a number one marketing tool. There's a hundred plus hundred thousand plus cars a day out there, and uh, you know I've been arguing with the owner ever since. The building's unpainted. There's no lights. When I'm done with it, it's going to have neons. It's going to have LED he's, he's rope lights. He's probably sorry that he brought you in as a co-owner now, I, right? Because yes, uh, he wanted to retire, and now you're making him open up his wallet again. Well, I'm going to have him do that <laughs> rental launch and then send him home again, and I'm <laughs> yeah. going to take over. So I will be uh, myself and the accountant uh, will replace John and his wife, Emily. They both own it. They're both great people. She's a retired Washoe County school teacher here, and they've done real well. And we want them to go back on retirement. We'll take it over and run it our way, and it'll be more fun. Okay, so if you want to test drive or just look at these fabulous cars, you want to go to sporthousereno.com. That's a website, but then catch them. Look right as you're driving by the freeway by Winco. And then, of course, to reiterate our conversation of the last segment, you want to be able to go to the Buy Nevada First gift shop and visitor center in Reno Town That's Mall, yes. right across from the convention center. Really check out. Great way to support our local, true entrepreneurs, whether they're artists, jewelry makers, you name it, it's all there. Mm-hmm. And if you need to ship goodies for the holidays, or definitely if you're traveling to family and other parts of the world and you want to bring something from Nevada, this is where you do it. It is. Nevada-shaped Tahoe toffees are number one seller to achieve that. I, I've had 50 of them leave at a time to go to Hawaii and uh, family meetings. It's just so fun to support that. Dave, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me on your show. All right. Well, I know I'll see you soon. (laughs) We do run into each other. We're both uh, pretty well uh, active in the community. I love all the work you do. We're on a couple of boards together. And so you keep doing what you're doing. We're going to keep this economy growing and support the locals. We'll catch up next week. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.